Welcome everybody to Uncle to Uncle, the first podcast to take place live from a king-size bed in beautiful hedonism too. I'm your main host, Franklin, and as always, I'm joined by the coolest uncle of my whole world, Uncle Howard. Franklin, we've had a good time here at Hedonism too, but I think it's time for us. We're on a, I think we're on a new season of the show. Time for a new location. Let's go to Vormir. Where is that? That's the where the Soul Stone was located. <laughs> Vormir. Oh my god, I hate that I know this. It's very purple. There's like Yeah, there's that shallow water everywhere. <laughs> there is a shallow water everywhere. Good for skipping stones, I suppose. Yeah, great for skipping stones. Great big mountain to throw a woman off of. <laughs> uh was she wearing was was scarlet witch wearing not scarlet witch the the black widow right yeah yeah. yes thank you thank you uh was she wearing the full body leather suit when she got thrown off yeah she was daddy (laughs) and then don't not just she got thrown off also uh uh, gamora got thrown off also wearing a leather suit (laughs) was she as well beautiful Beautiful oh women getting thrown off a mountain. That's, that's, that's that takes a lot of boxes for me. <laughs> God. Well, we successfully scared off all the ladies. So. No, because it was empowering. <laughs> that's right. It's because Black Widow, remember, she was wanted to get thrown off. She said, "Not you, Clint. Me." And they fought, and she won the fight. That's right. She did. She That's got the. She got the fall. Oh, she wasn't thrown off then. No, she jumped off. It was a soul for a soul. A soul for a soul. <laughs> they could have both died. What does What does that get you? Yeah, double they, soul stones. Why didn't they go back in time to the part where uh, Thanos was up there? Threw him off. Mm-hmm. Gamora would have been alive. Both did of them it, would have been alive. Didn't. Uh... Good God, people are just going to be fucking mad. What did Homeboy say? You have, everything. You have to throw somebody off you care about. Yeah, it can't just be a. Yeah. It can't be like yeah. your neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm bringing Donald Trump Jr. to the top of the mountain. Sending that fucker for yeah. a ride. Yeah. <laughs> what do you get from that lake? You get a piece of coal? It has to be someone with a soul. <laughs> wow. Well. Nonetheless, it would get from beautiful Vormir. Vormir, purple as fuck. A lot of colorful uh, minerals, so to say. You throw someone off the mountain, and then you come, you come to in that shallow water. Right. So, yeah, Jesus, they're like, <laughs> yeah. You end up in the water somehow. You have, no, yeah. you, you enter like a fugue state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, I wonder if Undertaker has ever been to Vormir. It's purpley enough, right? Who would Undertaker throw off if he had to get the Soul Stone? Like Kane, Chris, Chris Kyle, <laughs> yeah, Kane. Oh, Chris Kyle. <laughs> he couldn't do it. He would throw himself off. Yeah, he'd say, "I will take that hit." So. <laughs> Undertaker is racist ass nine line apparel. You know, I, when I heard uh, Undertaker on Rogan, he that Rogan was like, "If you weren't a wrestler, what would you do?" And he'd be like, "I would have been a Green Beret or Navy Seal." <laughs> It's like, would you? <laughs> I don't know, pal. Yeah. It's like a little bit harder than 
It's like, you know, you got to like tread water for like three hours carrying 90 pounds or whatever on your back. Right. That That is almost, it's not too far off. I mean, it's a little bit, but like, oh, you know, I think I would have been in the NBA, you know. <laughs> it's pretty similar. Yeah. Like, I think, it's it not, is, I think it's more difficult to enter the NBA than the fucking Navy SEALs, dude. Yeah, yeah, but it's still not easy to be in the Navy SEALs, man. No, I'm not you, saying You can't be easy. some geek off the streets. You can train enough. No? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I think you have to have some natural ability. Cause they, you gotta have that dog in you? Is that what you, you're saying? Yeah, you gotta have that dog in you to be in the Navy SEALs, man. You, they, I mean, those guys, some of them are cucks, I'm sure. Some of them are probably all right. But yeah, they gotta train like crazy. Like Jesse the Body Ventura was a Navy SEAL. You just said it right there, train. Like, you could train like crazy, but if you suck at basketball, you suck at basketball. But anybody yeah. can get in shape. Like, anybody right. can get in shape. Yeah, you can get in shape, but there's mental toughness to be a Navy SEAL. They do stuff, you know, they drop you out in the wilderness with nothing, and you got to, you know, survive for three weeks. I don't believe that. That break you in half, brother. I don't believe that. I could do it easy. Okay, you could. I don't think they do that. I think they give you, like, a protein bar at the very least. There's accountability. No, they say you got you to gotta eat frogs. <laughs> no, they don't. They say you got to tame a wolf. <laughs> I don't think, again... <laughs> Your conception of the Navy SEALs and Green Berets is... I don't think it's accurate. Fighting men of the Green Beret. Have you heard that song? No. Nobody has. Yeah, everybody. Frank has heard it because I made a playlist at a party and that song was on it. And Okay. Jesus Uh, Along with Convoy. Go outside, nerd. Hey, that's not nice. Well, it... It's applicable here. I would go outside just like the Navy SEALs do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'd be. You nice. sound like you've been drinking this early in the morning, bro. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> oh, man. So, Navy SEALs and Marvel Talk. What a way to start. You know, it's a good thing we're recording on Thursday because we have. Uh, we'd have sound very insensitive if we recorded yesterday. Why is that? Because the the queen uh, the queen has uh, passed away. Oh yeah. So I thought, what's it going on? Yeah, what's it going on? That's what I you thought. Know, I got I got no beef with the queen. She never mm-hmm. she doesn't owe me any money. <laughs> she has never said anything stupid on Twitter. <laughs> what, what, what do I care? <laughs> That's what you gauge, gauge it on. Yeah, you know America. I, a lot of people out there these these liberal cucks they won't admit no. this, but. America, we we had a big old war 300 years ago because we didn't want to deal with England ever again, right? Well, I'm not dealing with it. That's your problem, England. You're you you get yourself a new queen, whatever you're gonna do. I'm over here. I'm enjoying my freedom. You know what? <laughs> I got all this tea. I don't gotta pay a single tax on it. <laughs> Good God, man! Good it's fucking beautiful. God. Yeah, beautiful stuff over here in America. I recommend I it. I, I never, I didn't study the, that. You know, the queen. I don't know the queen. I yeah, don't I, don't, know, I don't know anything about the queen. I, I, uh, I heard a little bit about her on the radio today. So oh, it, yeah? So, yeah, it sounded like she was basically like she was just a child star, basically. You know, <laughs> because she, she started as like a little kid back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, she was like in World War II and she was going like, oh, we've got to jolly on, well, beat the war. Beat and then, the uh, war. yeah, beat the war. And they did. 
but you know she was just she was just put in that position from childhood and then she just you know lived to be old (laughs) anyways she was sucking on chili dollars i'm sure (laughs) yes i i i just you know I don't know shit, dude. I don't yeah. know shit. I, I assume, like anybody in politics, not that good of a person. Yeah, well, I mean, but she wasn't really in politics. She's like a Kardashian. She's you know? like a Kardashian. Like, America's the Kardashians. England's yeah. got the, the royals. Mm. They're just people who are in a weird family. I hate them. <laughs> you hate them? <laughs> I'm not crazy. Why, why are they getting the I, spotlight? Oh, because the lady from the suits. Yeah, it's the lady mm. from suits. Yeah. Um, in the King's Man, we saw that movie. Is <laughs> we did see the? I did see the Kingsman. I've seen so, it. Like, I've seen know, all three. They God. put a they put a hell of a team together. <laughs> God. What's the queen's affiliation with the Kingsmen? Well, they were the queen's man when she was in power. Is that so? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it, it actually the move the the prequel should have been called the Kingsmen, the mm-hmm. King's Man, and then the original one should have been called the Queensmen and the mm-hmm. Queensmen, the Golden Circle or whatever. Right. Right. Okay. Because yeah, they were fighting for her. <laughs> God. It's like the Simpsons do it for her. Yeah. <laughs> With photos of the queen. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And she wore, she, no one wore a hat like her. <laughs> well, there's been some touching tributes on social media, right? Yeah. I saw a Plimobile had a nice thing for her. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I saw, uh, I, I got a big scoop from one of my coworkers today. She told me that Wingstop just tweeted fuck today. I, I saw that as well. You think that was with regards to the queen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were so brokenhearted. They said, fuck. Oh, man. Who was uh, in charge of uh, Wingstop? Wing- Yum Brands? No, I mean like the oh, rapper. In their t- oh, there's a rapper in charge? Yeah, of Rick Ross. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he has a couple of franchises, I imagine. Rick Ross. That, that's cool. Now, now is, is he Miami? Yeah, he's a Miami guy. He's a Miami guy. So yeah. it's DJ. So yeah, DJ Khaled. You know, uh, no, he's not a Miami guy. He's from Clarksdale, Missouri. What? Ew, gross. But he hangs out a lot here. You know, he's, and you'll like this. Our our boy uh, Jeff Gibson will like it. Yeah. Uh, Rick Ross has a song on the Suicide Squad soundtrack. Oh, that's very cool. Can't say he's not famous. No, you can't. Rick Ross is one of them. Oh, yeah. And I'm looking at Wingstop's Twitter right now. They say Rick Ross announces Wingstop's going to start selling chicken sandwiches in all 12 flavors. Now, now some people, they, they've already started. Some people have had them. Yeah. You know. They love them. Uh, I think I've seen a few people on Twitter. Rich said they're they're pretty good. I think he reviewed one. So Nice. Yeah. There, there's... I'm going to get some. You know, we, me and the, the guys had a Wingstop to watch AEW All Out. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. Man. I said if these are, you know, these are this good. Imagine how good Woo Wings are. Yeah, uh, Woo Wings are so much better than Wingstop, man. <laughs> hey, and I, I hate them. You, you hate Woo Wings? <laughs> yeah, because don't our doesn't our offer still out there? If any of our uh, Patreon yeah. subscribers live in the uh, 
a Los region Angeles. supported by Wu Wing, yeah, which now includes Los Angeles. Yeah, because but the other was nobody was like Tuscaloosa. I think yeah, Tuscaloosa. I, I think Dustin and Amy and Amy uh, live yeah. there, but they're not Patreon subscribers, so no. we can't buy them for. Them. They're not Patreon subscribers, and they're not patriots. <laughs> I mean, if Dustin asked me politely, I, 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 you know, if they asked me politely, I would get them Wu Wings because. Uh, uh, Amy did a nice drawing of the Arliss cast for me once. Oh yeah, Amy is a hell of a hell of a hell of a. Yeah, and Dustin's a good dude too. Yeah, that's. I think true. I played Fortnite with him once. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Fortnite. That stands for two weeks. <laughs> Yet the game continues. <laughs> yeah, they. What if Fortnite only existed for two weeks? <laughs> I don't know, man. People are like, "No, bring it back. I love it." Too bad. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine's message uh, when like the, it was like his reveal party that he was back. Yeah, that was on Fortnite. Oh, really? Somehow, so, like I think like the game. It was almost like an Orson Welles War of the Worlds audio projection to the people playing. Yeah, and all of a sudden at like seven o'clock, uh, the Emperor Palpatine message played to all gamers. That's cool. I need to get I need to get back into Fortnite. I I should put it on my uh, Switch so I can play it in bed every night. Yeah, I, yeah, sure. Why not? You it's know, a good good game. Yeah, you don't want to play with me on Switch anymore. I've noticed. No, I well, I've been playing because a friend of the show, subscriber to Patreon, Jeremy, told me how to hack the 3DS. Yeah. So I got a bunch of games on 3DS now that I've been playing. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, my so, handler has been playing the 3DS, a game where like you're taking care of people, like uh, imagine like, babies. I don't know what it's called. Like you know, she made you know they made the rock. And Prince, and Whoa. yeah, and like you give Super them like stars. lobster and yeah. shit, and like in sandwiches, and sometimes they're angry. Uh, I, they're gonna be, they're gonna tell me what the name of the game it, is. It, it's like The Sims. It's like The Sims. Yes, it's exactly like The Sims. Basically, maybe you know? it's The Sims. I don't think it's The Sims. I would know it's The Sims because the talented pop music artist Molly Sims. Oh yeah, yeah. How you remember these things, man? <laughs> so, do we do we talk about uh, do we talk about Phil Brooks now? Uh, you mean Chick Magnet Punk? <laughs> uh, yep. You know, just yeah. a, Molly Sims was in the wrong Missy. Oh, love that one. You like that one, huh? Well, I like, gotta, I like gotta, David Spade. You like David Spade? Well, Lauren, yeah. Lauren Lapkus. Lapkus. She was all right in it, but David Spade—that's a star. Sarah Chalk. I don't know who that is. She was in uh, Scrubs. Yeah. Oh, what are you? You're no Superman, I guess. Nope. <laughs> Anyways. Uh... CM Punk. Now, this has been talked about by other people, but not by us. Nay! I love it. So, if anyone out there is listening and they don't know, bear with us. <laughs> CM Punk, he's a he's a professional wrestler. He's a notoriously unpleasant man, and um, he thinks he you know what he thinks his shit don't stink. Franklin, what? That's right. First and foremost, uh, confusing man is he not? He, there's a lot to him. He's he's both rude and he's mean, which is confusing. So we 
kept track. Uh, we knew of CM Punk before. I mean, just like a lot of uh, professional wrestling fans knew of him, you know, before he kind of blew up, right? Right, yeah. Back in Ring of Honor, IWA Mid-South, back in yes. the day. Yeah. So, like, he had, like, a Fight Club Jared Leto look. Is that... Is that safe to say? The bleach blonde hair before he got like this face destroyed. Yeah, he was kind of a rock and roller guy. Yeah, he used live journal. You know. Yeah. He was saying slurs on a live journal. He was. He was. You know, he, he you know, I, I, did you like him back then? I liked him. I'm not I'm I'm embarrassed, but I No, I, I not because really he said slurs. God I mean, I don't think he said like He's not. I, he was not not on Live Journal, but you know he said yes, it to you, people. He did. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ! It was embarrassing. I liked his commentary in the IWA Mid South King of the Death match because it was pretty funny. But um, you know he's a. Uh, I I wasn't I wasn't ever a huge fan of him because I I liked wrestlers who kind of did crazy stuff, and he was always like a he's like a storytelling wrestler, right? Would you yes. say? Yeah, well, he was also kind of like the cream of the crop. No, he was not the cream of the crop, but he was kind of a backyarder in some ways. But like, who would do like he was the most successful backyarder in a sense. He wore uh, Spitfire basketball shorts to wrestle in. Yeah, you know that was cool. That was cool. So he probably got those from like Pac Sun. You know, Mm -hmm. you know, any Pac Sun guy. He was a very much a pack sun guy. A little bit of stolen valor because he'd wear like independent and like skateboarding brands. I've never seen that motherfucker skateboard. Yeah, he and you know he calls himself Chick Magnet Punk, but as far as I, he never seemed very punk to me because uh, you know he's one of those guys where he'd be like, "Hey, what punk do you like?" And he'd be like, "Oh, I love all the crazy stuff, you know, Metallica, Stained, the Slipknot." <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think anybody's ever like i mean he listened to like a, he came out to afi right yeah which is like kind of, kind of but he didn't come out to like the, he came out to afi after they stopped being punk right the first, so, first few albums were punk and then they became kind of like radio rock which is fine i thought i i i, yeah, I like i like afi a lot well i mean up to a point sure but uh I liked him up to that album where he had his theme music, but you know he wasn't coming out to like Offspring, like Brian no. Danielson. No, he's a real punk. But but these are you know. So the point is, like, I think in some way or another, we had a connection to him. He was sure. he was an independent wrestler who you could relate to, who liked Marvel and liked Star Wars, and he was yeah. like. You voice know, of the voiceless. Yes. Yeah, so, like the way I look at it, in like Ring of Honor and, and the Independence, he was like, he was punk rock. He was Blink One Eighty Two, Dude Ranch. You know, and then <laughs> yeah. But then in WWE, he was Blink One Eighty Two, Travis Barker. What's my What's my age again? Kind of shit. Yeah. Like, that's when he took that jump. You know, like mm, he went supernova. Yeah, like it, it gets to a point where you're a millionaire, and what are you angry about? Like, it, it, it has. There's a quote that says, "You know, what's worse than uh, never getting what you want? Getting everything you want." There you go, and that and that's kind of what it came down to. Like, he was, he was, he was a loser, but he was a successful loser. He was one that you know, you kind of, you know. Again, I was a big fan of the guy. Up to sure. a point. 
And then once he became successful, it's like, wait a second, you get laid, man. You're you're making seven figures. Fuck you, man. You know, he kind of he kind of reminded me of a great song because he was somebody I used to know. <laughs> exactly that. So the point is, you know, CM Punk, nah, more of a a DJ AM kind of guy. <laughs> no, don't say that about DJ AM. <laughs> that was a hero. That was a hero. He was an Iron Man too. Phil wasn't. Yeah, that's. I don't think Phil's been in a single MCU movie. Fuck no. He like takes pride in like doing some like straight to shutter like movie, and yeah. it's just like you are a fucking bozo, dude. Like yeah. he wrote a comic book, I think, about you know the thing, and he oh, and he comes out and he says it's clobber in time, which is a thing the thing says. Right. Oh god. You know what a nerd. Yeah. I really cannot. I can't with the man. Yeah, I really can't. You know, more power to you if you think uh, he's a good guy. But from where I'm sitting, from my point of view, it's CM Punk who's evil. Want to shake his hand? I do yeah. not. But anyway, so he he had a press conference after the pay per view, and you know he said some he said some pretty harsh stuff. He, yeah, uh, at really unprompted too. He just. Mm-hmm. It'd be like if I if we started this episode, you sat down, and we're like, "How's it going, Franklin?" You go, "Well, first things first, I fucking hate Nick Weiger." Go, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> kind of right. Like that's not necessary, man. No. <laughs> and then he said, "If you got a problem with me, come find me," which, in my opinion, means uh, you should expect people to come find you. That's a that's an open invitation, man. Mm-hmm. And That's guess what? They did come find him. You know, th- I, okay, you know what? We didn't mention that he was straight edge, by the way. Oh yeah, Which just I don't know if anybody's very... like, he's he believe he he's he's very much like they disrespected the punk scene kind of guy. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. He is very much that guy who has not you know grown the fuck up. You're 50 years old, CM Punk. (laughs) Like, you can't fucking disrespect the scene. I'm I'm sorry, but, like, he disrespected the scene. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in the scene. I go see Rancid backstage. (laughs) Yeah, I see them from my skybox like (laughs) anybody else, okay? (laughs) So, whatever. He got money. He got successful. And you know what? I, I love that about him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i love i love phil's millionaire mindset yeah definitely but he's, he's still angry even though he's you know he's come out ahead he's got a beautiful wife yeah he gets to make millions of dollars doing his little you know grab ass <laughs> yes he does and it's still not enough for him no and like he is god I, i'm losing my train of thought here because this this man here you know, you got all this cash, man. He's, it's, it's almost again, stolen valor. Like, I don't care about the punk scene and the fucking, this fake samurai code he has for it. This fucking <laughs> honorable, like, oh man, you can't disrespect the scene. Like, it's like, okay. So say he correlates wrestling with, again, the punk rock scene, whatever that bullshit means. Right. He's not fucking going to wrestle 
anywhere that does not present him six figures at the very least. Yeah, and in AEW, you're allowed to wrestle for those punk rock wrestling promotions. He, he, he can go and wrestle wherever the fuck he wants to, but he's very much, again, he's Blink-182. He yeah. will work an arena. He's not going to work a goddamn gymnasium. He's and not again, going to Zona 23. No, he's not going to Zona 23. He's not. And again, more power to him. Make that money, that millionaire mindset. But then, you know, again, it goes back to he's he's punk. I don't get it. Yeah, he's, you know, when he was coming up, he was probably so happy to see a big name come to a, you know, little little indie show. Yeah, King Kong Bundy come into town. Yeah, getting a chance to hobnob with a legend. But is he, he, you know what? He forgot where he came from. Hmm. That's what it is. You know what? He did something worse than break edge. He, he sold out. He sold out. <laughs> Which is cool, though. Yeah. I mean, I would do it, too. I love that he loves money. I hate that he pretends that he doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's what's infuriating. Yeah. Well, he he reminds me a little bit of a uh, of a double-ply charming toilet paper because he's soft as hell. <laughs> Beautiful. You got that from W. Morrissey? <laughs> Did you say that? I love W. Morrissey. <laughs> w. Morrissey seems like a guy who's like follows the millionaire mindset. He's like, that's <laughs> fucking true, man. That's fucking true. Yeah, Friends like, will backstab you for sure. He's like, every day I wake up at 5 a.m. to read 20 pages of a book. <laughs> <laughs> End the show there. Just yeah. end the show there. <laughs> I'm going to make that graphic. <laughs> please, please remind me. All right. I'm making a millionaire mindset. <laughs> It'll be W. Morrissey staying with his arms crossed. Wake, wake up every day at 5 a.m. To read 20 pages of a book. <laughs> Anyways, so... God, I apologize so, if you don't know wrestling, but yeah, I have it's to interesting. You got you got to look it up because there's more to it than we can go into. Yeah, but I was of... just trying to show like this is a guy we 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 enjoyed in the independence more or less. Yeah, Me more sure. than you, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. You were more of an indie guy than I was. Yeah, but I was, but like. He but was we still, followed his career. Right, because and I wanted him to succeed. I wanted he was like he was in WWE, but he was also fuck WWE. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Which is kind of dumb. Yeah. It's dumb as fuck. But so he he curses out the executive vice presidents and people because he has some heat with another guy from a few years ago, right? Yeah, well, he he said uh, you know, these young guys don't want to take advice from a from a hero like me or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, from from an experienced guy. And I read today he's mad cuz uh, you know, he said Hangman Page didn't want to get advice from him, but somebody said when you look at how much time CM Punk took off, he's only got like two or three years of experience on Hangman Page. So he's not like really that much of a veteran. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> so, so CM Punk more or less started his career 2001, right? 2000, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it took like think? seven years off or yeah, something. Yeah, you subtract that, man. That's some good Steiner <laughs> math. Yep. Man, big CM Punk, big Magic Johnson. What has he done? <laughs> big CM uh, Punk, what's he done? 
he you know whenever it gets hard he quits yes he he lost he was in the ufc for a minute he got his he got his ass kicked and then what did he do he just quit the ufc i need to speak to you about whose cock my daughter's been sucking yeah that's right cm punk that's right that's right you know and then what happened was the executive vice presidency these guys called the young bucks and kenny omega they knocked yeah. on his door and they said sorry to bother you big boy <laughs> and they are like hey buddy what's the deal and i guess they got into a fight huh yeah there uh cm punk has one friend in the world this guy named ace steel who if you haven't seen him you gotta look at him because he looks like the dumbest maniac there's ever been is that, is that fair to say That's a fair i mean he looks yeah. dumb and he looks crazy um and so he got all mad he said he said he was he was mad because his wife was in the room when the young bucks came in which i get because uh when his wife saw a real man he probably felt pretty threatened <laughs> oh god and uh he bit uh kenny omega yeah he, th- he threw a chair at another young buck they're they're saying there might be a legal repercussions for this brawl as a matter well, of fact if that if that happens you are a cock and like babies before we're done here y'all be wearing gold-plated diapers <laughs> that's gotta hate your long drops that you have that's here. not my drop i didn't do that one but it's you you, you uploaded it well, I love it. I love it. I'm never going to not upload a drop that one of our great fans made for us. There's plenty of drops they've up, they've sent to us and you've not uploaded. <laughs> well, we could play the blame game all day long. <laughs> Anyways, um, let, let's wrap this up about Punk here. Like, what do you have? Like, what was your thought process? Like, he had he had his whole rant. He did his thing. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean. I don't think CM Punk is a good guy, to be honest with you. I think um, the other guys aren't good either, though. Let's be like, well, I don't know. I mean, they didn't start anything. I don't. I think. Um, yeah. Well, he said, if you got a problem, come talk to me. And they said, mm-hmm. okay. Um, he. I don't like CM. So, so one of the things CM Punk did briefly, he went on his buddy, his like lifelong friends uh, podcast, and he said a bunch of crazy, albeit true stuff about. This is like eight years ago, but yeah, and. Um, uh, WWE sued him and uh, CM Punk, as far as I know, CM Punk was like, Hey, if they sue you, it's cool, man. Like I'll take care of the legal s- stuff. He was kind of like that. That And, then, that is and then he didn't, not only did he not take care of the legal stuff for his buddy, he then sued his buddy. Mm-hmm. He then got that guy fired from AEW. Well, you didn't get him fired. He got well, he presented he him a new opportunity to, to <laughs> sure. the, ring, to yeah. the ring of honor. Yeah. He got, he didn't get, downgraded he got sideways graded um and then um uh, he gets really mad if anybody even mentions that guy and he he, he does. I, honestly in my opinion he was being classist because he was like that guy shares a bank account with his mom he was <laughs> he's not fit to you know uh manage a, a target or whatever like, well, that was the the young bucks and kenny omega well, okay but still i mean that's like you're saying stuff that's that's a good, honest job. You know, if you're managing a target, God bless you. Yeah. Pro- yeah. yeah. That, 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 you know what? Not very punk of him to be not like, very you can't punk manage to be looking target. down on the working man. Wow. I'm, I'm beginning to think the guy who calls himself punk is not 
He doesn't subscribe to his very own ethos. Maybe we should call him CM Poser. CM, maybe the CM stands for capitalism and money. Yeah, or, or cuck mark. <laughs> that might be more fair. <laughs> you think he'll listen to this? Yeah, hey, if CM Punk, if you're listening to this, guess what? You're never allowed to come on our show because you're going to sue us. We've had a whole wrestling segment now. Yeah. All right. Well, a, that was wrestling, everybody. That was wrestling. I am, I am so sorry. No, everybody loves it. Does everybody love it? Uh, most of our listeners do. They do. They do. Not all at, of them, but not all of them. No, no, sorry, no. Sorry, Yeah, sorry. The uncles don't even care. <laughs> See, that's a good one-second drop. Nakia. Who said that? Nakia from Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel's best friend. I <laughs> God, I might need CM Punk now to be my co-host after that remark. <laughs> Listen, if you don't love the MCU, I do. I, you know what? I would say if you don't love the MCU, MCU later. A lot of people's whole personality on the website Twitter is uh, saying they... this is not that good. Yeah, not MCU, not us, not our. It's, it's funny because that's what I'd say about their personalities. This shocks me. Yeah. Anyways, moving on here, big man. Let's we have on. some traditions in the king size bed, don't we? We sure do, brother. The movies. We the love to talk about the movies. That's right, Ben. Yeah. Every single night, me and you, we pop onto this bed here. We turn on the TV. And we like to watch a little cinema. Yeah. And I don't mean... Kristen the, Cinema. No, no. What's she governor or senator of? Yeah, Arizona. Arizona. Well, with a name like Arizona, they was going to come when I was going to warn you. Arizona 23. Ah, well done. Thank you. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. So, my movie that I picked... You know, I did this before the show started. I, pre I prepped a little bit. Whoa, let's hear it. <laughs> well, I didn't mean I, 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 I picked the movie. I didn't mean like... Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, that's still pretty good. That's pretty good. I, I had some CM Punk bullet points as well, but uh, I, they weren't as organized as I thought. All right. My movie takes place before September 11th. Whoa. Uh, of 2022? 2020. 20, 2001. Oh, okay. Yes. So... My movie stars Jennifer Love Hewitt, Gene Hackman, and Sigourney Weaver. Whoa. And it's called Heartbreakers, like the Mariah Carey song. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, right? And yeah. it's over two hours. It's 123 minutes. That's, that's a little long. That's a little long, but you know what? <laughs> You're in it for the long haul here. So Heartbreakers. I'm sorry that baby's barking here, by the way. That's okay. She's letting herself be known. She's a big Heartbreakers 2001 fan of MGM Studios. So this movie's fucked, dude. You know how some people will say like a movie's like trippy? Yeah. Well, th this is not trippy. This is like... So what this movie's about is Jennifer <laughs> Love Hewitt. I'm about to just like... You know, give baby some loves, but calm her down. But yeah, 
so Heartbreakers, you have, you know what? Can you take a moment here? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, you know what? You want me to freestyle a little bit? Freestyle a little bit. All right, everybody. So how are y'all doing out there? I just want to take this time. I'm going to do a little plug-in. I hope everyone's okay with some plug. First of all, if you're listening, uh, I don't know if this is a Patreon-exclusive episode or not, but uh, I guess it's not. Uh, why don't you check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash uncle2uncle. We got all sorts of free stuff. We got video content. We got audio content. We got stickers that we'll mail you. There's a Discord. It's dope. Ah, good plug. Thanks, brother. So, so Heartbreakers. I remember the cover of this movie. Remember this movie. Why is that? Because Gene, Gene Hackman's like, hey, I like what I see. <laughs> he very much so is. <laughs> so, in the movie Heartbreakers, the, the, you know, this is dangerous, man. You know, this is something, you know, you know, what's, there's, there's an old saying, like, you know, there but for chance you or i go right yeah yeah and so what happened is sigourney weaver she pretends to fall in love with somebody Mm -hmm. and then they get married Mm -hmm. and then jennifer love hewitt who plays her daughter seduces that guy into a compromising position and then they get a divorce sigourney weaver and the person she married yeah she takes a chunk of the money and she splits it with her daughter, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Whoa. They're a mother-daughter con team. And I don't know Whoa. if this is on Pluto or something, but they basically they, they run the oldest trick in the book. Hmm. You know? You got Sigourney Weaver seduces you, and then Jennifer Love Hewitt as well, once you're married. And they, they target oh, they target double deuce. They target wealthy, willing men who fall prey to their beauty and charm. The only problem is, uh, later on, they fall for Ray Liotta and Jason Lee. Well, who wouldn't? <laughs> and the YouTube comments say, uh, rest in peace, Ray Liotta. Uh, you passed away today. You will be missed. So they went straight to the comments of Heartbreakers to the, the trailer. <laughs> His to, most famous film. To eulogize him. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was some weird stuff, man. But, uh, wow. I lo- yeah. yeah, that sounds like a good movie. It's got a great cast. I mean, I love Gene Hackman. I think he's a class act. He's a tobacco true. baron who's addicted to his own product. <laughs> oh, boy, don't get high off your own supply. Mm-hmm. So there's a scene where uh, so you have a character... Uh, who chokes and dies before he was about to initiate sex with uh, Sigourney Weaver. Uh-oh. So they weren't able to... Uh, so they had to decide what they were going to do with the body, and then they had to get, uh, you know... They had to get help with it. So basically... Oh, Ray Liotta was conned by Sigourney Weaver, mm-hmm. and he figures it out because he sees them working out at the gym together. Oh, uh, he's pretty smart. Yeah, no, so it's... Uh, it's a it's a hell of a film. It sounds good. Where what did you see it on Tubby? <laughs> I think. Let me see. Where can one watch Heartbreakers two thousand one? It's uh, I I've only seen it on DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, Amazon for three dollars. Yeah, it's worth every penny. That's right. Hey, it's an hour and twenty three minutes. Yeah, that's. I mean, uh, I mean, it's two hours and one minute. Sorry, it's one hundred and twenty three minutes. 
That should be an hour. A hundred, a hundred out minutes should be one hour. Yeah, agree. Yeah, and it's, it's ridiculous. Well, this sounds like a great movie, Franklin. I'm excited to watch it tonight, cuddled up in the bed with you. Um, do you want me to talk about my movie since you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I've covered uh, Heartbreakers. I don't see why you shouldn't cover your own movie. All right. I picked a movie. Franklin, you know that I often like to pick a movie that's a little underappreciated. You know, all these film Twitter nerds out there, they're always talking about their criterion collections and all of this, right? Mm-hmm. And making well, new editions every day. Yeah, new criterions every day. Well, I picked a movie that we haven't seen on Criterion yet, but I believe it deserves to be. I picked a movie called Pickup Truck Paradise. Pickup Truck Paradise. Why haven't I heard of that? Well, it's a pretty under underknown, uh, unknown, underappreciated, and uh, it's gonna blow your socks off. This is this is a movie. It's set in a in Wyoming, and um, you know it's it's just a little town they where um, there's not much going on, but long haul truckers going from the east to the west coast can stop in there. And uh, get their their trucks fixed up, get a hot meal, all that good stuff, and um, you know, so that's why it's the pickup truck paradise. It's not just pickup trucks; it's also semi trucks, any kind of truck you like. No, but, I, um, I get it here, but yeah. So, but, pick up, uh, I'm sorry, what's the movie called again? Pickup truck paradise. Pickup truck paradise. Okay, so yeah. is the paradise the rest stop? Yeah, the rest stop is like they because um, it, it's run by a by a, a beautiful woman, um, and she you know she says, "Oh, this is my paradise here." And when the truckers come through, they're like, "Yes, ma'am, I suppose it is," because of how beautiful she is. Now, now hold on, who's in this? Well, um, so Hal Holbrook. The late Hal Holbrook. Yeah, rest in peace, bro. How did he die? Uh, of a broken heart. Well, I think he tried sucking his own dick. He sucked his yeah. Well, that broke his heart that he couldn't do it, and Hold he on, died. Let me, let me quiet down, baby. Here, yeah, of course. So Hal Holbrook's up in here um, while Franklin's doing his business. I guess I'll also plug if you can review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, wherever you can. If you're on any message boards or forums, tell all your friends to check out Uncle to Uncle. When why wouldn't you after this great episode? Uh, so Franklin's still away. Let's see, what else can I tell everybody? Well, I just want to say that uh, one of the most worrying things in the world to me is how Joe Biden stole the election. Whoa. Hey, welcome back, Franklin. God damn it, man. I leave again. And you're I'm talking about some plugs. God damn it. Yeah, plugs. Joe Biden stealing the election's a plug? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, keep your eyes open because it's going to Anytime a guy you don't like wins an election, that's a, that's theft. Um, so yeah, th- so um, it's, it's this uh, beautiful woman's running this uh, this rest stop, and um, she's uh, you know she's working hard every day. And they say, "Boy, you're too beautiful to be here in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming." It and, is weird when you see somebody attractive in, in like a location that's not. Yeah, population population thirty two, and almost all of them work at the pickup truck paradise. <laughs> is that a is that a real thing in some places? Like a small ass population? Yeah, of course, man. But thirty two people? Yeah, I guarantee. Bullshit, dude. Like yeah. even like a small population is like four hundred. 
No, there's there's definitely. Let me see. I'm gonna look at Google right now. Population well, I mean, you're gonna look 32. for smallest population. No, fuck that. Well, that would be like one. <laughs> yeah, it's just like one <laughs> pervert in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's definitely places in Montana that have like 32 people. Male work. It is bizarre. It is. Yeah. Um, Montana, Montana, wait, what did I say? Wyoming. Wyoming is where the movie's set. Yeah. Well, Wyoming and Montana are pretty much the same. They are. Wyoming only has the entire state, 500,000 people living there. That's not that many. No, that's stupid, man. It's like five WrestleMania threes. (laughs) Yeah. They've never had a WrestleMania in Wyoming. (laughs) Fuck no. Isn't that weird? You'd think they would. Sell off the whole no, state. Would it? <laughs> state couldn't handle that many people. No. Um, so yeah, but anyway, there this um this this rest stop. It's cool. It's you know everyone's going through. Hal Holbrook's rolling through. He's driving his oh. big rig. Hal Holbrook. Yeah, and then uh, all of a sudden, guess what happens? Franklin, there's a murder in a town of thirty-two people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like one thirty-second of the entire town was just murdered. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I, and so Julia Roberts, she's the proprietress of the place. Mm-hmm. She says, "Hold up, everybody! You stop!" She she steals the spark plugs from all the trucks and she solves the murder. No shit. Yeah. And people are getting mad because they're like, oh, we got we to gotta be on the road. You know, I got all these lettuce lettuce cups in my truck. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to spoil. And she's like, well, you know what's really spoiled? This body that's going to rot. And she solves the crime. So it's kind of like a whodunit. It's a crime. It's a little bit of a thriller because in the final scene, she gets kidnapped by the killer. She has to fight him. And where can I see this movie again? Yeah, it's on um, you know, it's on all those uh streaming services. It's yeah. on um but booze booze. What's that? Booze booze. Buzz buzz? Booze booze. Okay. Uh it's it's on um Glarp. Glarp? Glarp. Not familiar. Mm. It's a great movie, man. I all, all this all the film Twitter guys love it. Brett Thousands. Oh, Brett Thousands, that's a name I know. Yeah, he loves it, man. Um, you know, all, all those other film Twitter guys. You know, Brett Thousand just has just a stranglehold on Twitter here that he he needs to be careful with that, you know? Yeah, he's got his powerful thighs wrapped around the throat of film Twitter. He, he In a sense, he does, and he really needs to be careful with that because, you know... He's you've got seen- too much swag. You've seen film Twitter people, and and they have to, they have to take you know a hiatus at times, you know, yeah. because it oh, can like, be oh, too I much. Got too controversial. Yeah, yeah, you know it, 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 you know, it takes it takes part of you, mm-hmm. you know, when you are investing so much of yourself, and you're talking about Thor, Love and Thunder, and Rag and Thor Ragnarok, and Thor and the Dark Elves. Yeah. From Thor 2. The Dark World. The Dark World. Thank you. I was trying to think of the title. But there are dark elves in that. Am I right? Yeah, there sure are. Yeah. Uh, it takes it takes part of you, you know? It goes back to Vormir, a soul for, for a, soul. a soul. Yep. 
It kind of reminds me of once I heard Sammy Hagar on the radio being interviewed and they asked him where he lived and he said, oh, I live half my year in Mexico. Then when my, uh, my liver needs a break, I go to Hawaii and I stay there for half a year until my lungs need a break. Well, I mean, you have the crispest air in the world in Hawaii, don't you? Yeah, but he's he's saying he smokes weed. Oh, okay. So in one place it's you know his, his, you know he's drinking, the other place he's smoking. Yeah, God, what a crumba! Why doesn't he go somewhere where there's church? Yeah, <laughs> All right. <clears throat> yeah, go somewhere where there's some faith, brother. Yeah, yeah, man. Why don't you go to the Tennessee? Oh. Don't be asking me personal questions. We ain't fucking friends, okay? This is business. Jesus Christ. Business. Your long ass drops. And I blame I think, you for that. I think Shampoopler made that one. He got mad at me when I'm like, yo, your drops are long. He told me, he gave me the McGruber gift for the fuck you. Oh, he's rude. Well, he's not rude, but the that classic was classic Philly guy. Oh no, he's like Pennsylvania. No, yeah. he's not even that, but he's somewhere in the middle of that general area. Yeah, he's like uh, New Jersey. God. Ugh. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. There's only one thing to do there. On, chill it out. <laughs> That's true. Sorry, Shan. Yeah. Well, so anyway, that's why we pick up Truck Paradise. Timothy Dalton's the murderer. Oh, okay. Tim, thank you for spoiling that. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think a lot of people are going to watch it. You Deborah, know, She-Hulk spoiled The Sopranos. Oh, I know. I got to watch the new She-Hulk. I'm excited. No, sorry to spoil it for you, but... No, I saw spoils- people were mad, and they were like, Oh, She-Marvel Universe. Oh. <laughs> Wong's in this episode. I hope that's not a spoiler. Uh, no, I love Wong. You like a little guy, Wong? Yeah. <laughs> a little Wong for a lot of Uncle Howard. <laughs> we got a, like three questions in the Discord. Should we get through them? Yeah, let's let's nail it out. I got to go to bed soon, brother. I know, man. It's, it's late. We're already in bed. We're in the king size bed. We're in the king size bed in beautiful hedonism too, but for how long? Yeah. I think we should switch the locations when we get to 200. Okay. We're on 194. Then we'll go to Vormir. Vormir, yes. Maybe we should do a poll for our uh, Patreon subscribers. They can vote where we'll be located from now on. Yes, and five of them will respond. Yeah, well, uh, that's that's democracy. (sighs) Not where I'm from. Yeah. Anyways, so we have some questions here. Yeah. Um, all right. First one comes from Mason Reloaded here. He's asking. Mason Windu. If they make an Austin Powers 4, how should they address the passing of one Vern Troyer? And then you'll note it got, you can reply with emojis. And the replies of the emoji said C G. I was laughing at that too. That was funny. So, how do you address ver? Like, you can't just take the the wind out of the sails of a comedy and be like, "So, Vern, you know, mini me's my mini me has died, and he got collided with an freaking asteroid." I think you got to recast him, but you've got to you can't just say, "Oh, it's another little tiny guy." You've got to cast like Shaq. 
the complete opposite of him, but otherwise act like nothing's changed. Like, like mini me, come here. And he's just, you know. And it's just Shaq. He's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> That's fair. That's kind of fair, but there, there is a portion of your audience that might be upset. No? I don't think so, because it'd be tongue-in-cheek, right? Yeah, but you're also not, like... You're giving not credit dealing. to like to, to what Vern's well, but then you could you could say some. There could be a little nod, like you're like, "Oh, mini me, you look different than I expected." That's not a tribute. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a fucking tribute, man. Min, like mini me, you're so tall. This is so long about it. You need to think about it. Yeah, I did think about it. That's my best solution. That's your best solution. Mini me, you're so tall. You look like you could play for the Los Angeles Lakers. No, that's not a fucking solution. You man. know, I once saw um, the the you know the movie Beyond the Sea where uh, Kevin Spacey played uh, Bobby Darren. Is this another movie like the fucking truck stop one you just mentioned? Well, I mean, it's like that, and that is real and great. But um, he was being interviewed. This was back before you know a lot of things came to light about Kevin Spacey. And um, they said, they asked him, they said, how do you deal with the fact that, you know, Bobby Darren died when he's 25 and you're already 40. And he said, Oh, you know, I just, uh, there's a scene where I kind of like wink at the camera and then it's like, okay, now they know that like, you know, I know what's going on. That's so, not a solution. It is. That's not somebody you want to take solutions from. <laughs> He, yeah, he solved all of his problems. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going to fuck around, man. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to get up to that list. Solution. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe maybe it would be a prequel before Mini-Me existed. Okay. Well, before anybody could... That's right. Well, Mini-Me is a clone. Um, so I guess the way I would do this is... Man, you gotta have some way to honor honor the late great Vern Troyer, right? Yeah, you gotta have Maybe. like a statue at some point in the film, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Like you gotta oh. have a statue, and you gotta make it seem like you're about to pan out to the Statue of Liberty, but it's yeah. just like it's Vern. Min- yeah, it's Vern, but he still has like an island though, like. <laughs> Yeah, or maybe you say, oh, cloning technology wasn't that good. He turned into this little chimpanzee. No. You have a statue. You have have a moment, you know, maybe. And you get it out of the way early on so people can laugh again, you know? Yeah, you say, we're going to get our crying out of the way. Mm -hmm. So from here on, we can can laugh. You want to get the next question? Sure. This is from a Dwayne, great guy. He says, who do you go with if you were tasked with recasting CM Punk in AEW? Same gimmick, same push, just a different guy now. Who is it? So he's got to be kind of like a cool, smart aleck punk rock guy who's like, you know, like all about wrestling. I'd probably pick Satnam Singh. He's uh, he's big, so he's he's obviously good at wrestling. He's very tough. He's uh, well spoken. He's he's you know put a put a gorilla biscuit shirt on him and you'll see him as punk as anybody. He's he's giant. That's good. 
Yeah. I like that a lot. I love Satnam Singh. I'm I'm not joking around. He's got a lot that I like in wrestling. He's big. That, that and is he, good. Yeah. And like he's not like he disrespect he disrespected the scene. Fuck him, kind of yeah. fucking. No, he's no. just a guy who's like I've gone back to see my mother. Yes. Yeah. So he's all about family, and as we all know, punk is about loyalty. <laughs> that is what Corey Graves said is mm-hmm. one of the first rules of punk rock. You lost you know. your way, friend. Yeah. You know, and, and we mock, we rightfully mock Corey Graves for being like the first rule of punk rock is, you don't, you know, say bye to fam. What are the fuck he said? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but we but don't. He but, was right on with that one. But it like, he's, CM Punk still like, a, like, he still abides by that bullshit. Yeah. So, I mean, I was going to say uh, a Frank Kazarian. Oh, yeah, because he's just like a generic white. Yes, he's a generic uh, angry white guy who has no reason to be angry, just like CM Punk. So, yeah. you know what? <laughs> yeah. Like, put some tattoos on him, you know, yeah. throw on a wig, and, and you're good. And he's also a guy who, like, hasn't changed much yeah. from, like, his early 20s, just like Brooks has it. So... And they're both good enough at wrestling. Yeah, they, they really aren't that far off. You no. know, they they really aren't. They're they're both guys where if you saw them at an indie show, you'd be like, I couldn't believe how good that guy was live. <laughs> You're right, exactly that. <laughs> oh, you know, briefly, I went. Me and Harpo went and saw indie wrestling uh, last week, and um, it was a great show. But you know who who's one of those guys who you see on TV, you think, yeah, no big deal. You see him live and you're like, holy crap, that guy's amazing. It's Kenny King. Oh, yeah, easily. That's yeah, bro. Got, yeah, you see him and you're like, that's a big hunk. He's got a good character. Great. That's, that's a pro. A, oh, easily. Yeah. Easily, that's a pro. Yeah. You know? He was on uh, Nickelodeon's My Brother and Me. Yeah, he was on The Bachelorette. He was in The Bachelorette. That's right. Yeah, and he's a hunk. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, th- there are guys who you don't give enough credit to, and then there are guys who get way too much credit, you know, and that's, yeah. that's definitely a guy who doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, God bless him. Kenny King, welcome on Uncle to Uncle anytime. What about Phil? Never. Wow. Yeah. Tough but fair. And I think we have a final question now. We do. Okay, and this one comes from Shampoodler. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. So, if you started a cult, what would be its philosophy? <laughs> um, I think probably the number one philosophy of my cult would have to be give me your it would be your money makes you unhappy because you're not strong enough to handle it, but I am. That's right. You know, we would say what's up everybody, you know, hello fellow socialists. Yeah. Uh that money is made up and pretend and yep. it's a burden to you and let it no longer be a burden to you by handing it over to me and uncle Howard to get a Ferrari Testarossa. The and car for men, a car for men and per- perhaps, per- perhaps a, a, a Kawasaki jet ski. Yep. That would be, and that way you would really be a good socialist to yeah because you're sharing your wealth you're you're sharing that wealth and you're not letting that burden you because you can't handle that burden 
but it's okay. We can because we yeah. have no cool shit to buy. Yeah, we're doing you a favor. Amen. Yeah. I so think, yeah, I think that would be our philosophy. Shampoo yeah. is is let that money uh, that that money's weighing you down. That that money is you know it, it, it's just an anchor. You know. Yep. You you can't fly. You're worried about this. You're worried about that. You know. If you just spread that wealth a little bit to the uncles. Yep. We'll we'll take it off your hands. Mm, beautifully said. Beautiful. Well, thank you everybody for your great questions. Yeah, these are good. Yeah. Well, I love our fans, Franklin. I, they they're what makes us great. That's right. You know, we we aren't we aren't big enough, you know. We're not we're not afraid to say that, you know. No. A lot a lot of podcasts out there won't say they love their fans. No. But we're built different. I I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. So one you, of our you plug the Patreon, but where can they find more of us? Yeah, you can get on uh, on uh, Twitter, check it out. Uh, you can follow Uncle Two Uncle U N C L E T O U N C L E. Everywhere else, we're Uncle Two Uncle with the two, especially on uh, Instagram, on a uh, Patreon, on a uh, you know tout. <laughs> um, where let's say you can uh, you can follow Franklin at Bug TV Franklin. You can follow Fight Promoting, RJ's new account that's banging off the chain. That's nice of right. you. Yeah, yeah plug yeah. the others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can uh, check out uh, Donald Trump on Truth Social. That's right. <laughs> you most certainly could. I, uh, I don't know. I don't think there's too much else to plug. Uh, you know, everybody get out there. Rock the vote. Rock and jock. Listen to Aerosmith. Oh, he's the best. Yeah, I love that guy. I called your show. Ha! So guess what? Goodbye! All right.